Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. And this episode brought to you by Studio Headphones. Studio, great place to get new Bluetooth or wired earbuds and headphones. Use the code WeBeGeeks, all one word, for 15% off your entire purchase. Just enter it at the promo code at checkout. Again, that's studio at studio, S-U-D-I-O dot com. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. Now, welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is Derek, myself, Mike. I thought I had something, and it was gone. Yeah, we still haven't come up with anything good yet. No, it's the dumpster duo. Uh, let's see. It'll come to us eventually. But if sure. you guys have ideas, email us at weebegeeks at weebegeeks.net. We will be more than happy to listen to, listen and entertain all suggestions. Also, too, while you're there, check out the website, weebegeeks.net. Check out our affiliates, Fan Chest, which you could get that Fan Chest for your father now, for Father's Day. Still time. Loot Crate, Ripped Apparel, Superhero Stuff. I haven't seen, uh, you able to check Superhero Stuff, see if they're doing a Father's Day Hero Box? I haven't seen anything about it. It would be oh, cool if they see. were. Let's see. Um, TV Store Online, uh, some great stuff there as well. Also, too, check out the store option in the menu bar, and I'll take you to our Tee Public store where you get some great shirts with our logo and the logo of Weeby Geeks and Mighty Marvel Geeks and Wookie Radio. Two of the three shows that Derek and I share together, <laughs> and um, I, you have a you have a T Public store coming for. There is a Father's Day mystery box from Hero Box. Like, yeah, I just saw that. So it's Father's Day box as well. So get both. Hey. Get a fan chest. So he's got his favorite team, and then the Hero Box to so. show da- you show your dad that you love him, and he's your hero. Yes. Uh, it's going to include stuff like a cool T-shirt. Uh, this is the Hero Box. Cool T-shirt for your dad. Backyard barbecue items like pint glass, beer koozies, mugs, bottle openers, socks and underwear maybe. Um, buttons, keychains, magnets, maybe a wallet, and a Father's Day card, which mine was pretty cool last year when I got that one. Was it? Yeah. So, and, and it's a little bit of everything. It's not just one company. It's it's a, it's a makeup of everything. So, um. So, yeah, and they have, again, I like my dad edition and I love my dad edition, which the I love my dad includes everything in that list I just read, plus uh, more awesome bonus good, goodies for your super dad. So you gotta love that. Uh, and then fan chest, just double checking. I know they've got some great stuff coming. Uh, they don't have the Father's Day box listed. It doesn't matter. Any of the boxes are cool. I think it's gonna. I think they will also come with um, with something that states Father's Day in it as well. If I remember right, uh, there is a, a brief write up on WeBeGeeks.net about the Father's Day ch- uh, fan chest. And for you hockey fans, they do have the Vegas Golden Knights or the Washington Capitals. So Stanley Cup should be wrapped up by then. Those are fake teams. <laughs> yeah, fake team. Have you seen any of the pre-show stuff for for? Vegas? No. You'll have to YouTube Vegas Golden Knights pre-show ceremony or, or pre-show. Oh, really? It's, it's almost like five, ten minutes alone of just that. And it's no kidding. quite entertaining. <laughs> quite entertaining. Well, we are talking about Vegas, so. Yep. Hey, looky there. I have the Father's Day fans chest here. Uh, Father's Day fan chest. Looks like uh, there's a cup, a tie, socks, sign that says best dad, uh, some, maybe another tchotchke or two. Maybe, I think that might be a money clip or there may be something else. So, Hmm. it all depends. So, check all those out. Now, check this out. Disney is potentially bracing themselves for a bidding war over Fox assets. Why? Because here comes Comcast. Let the war begin. This is what the Avengers Infinity War part, what Avengers 4 is going to be. <laughs> Avengers 4. 
Disney versus Comcast. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> or is that Avengers 3.5? Yeah. That might be show title. Avengers 3.5. Disney versus Comcast. Hey, there you go. Um, the fight to end all fights. Yeah. So we know Disney put in a bid for Fox for $52.4 billion, which would see Disney take control over Fox, Fox's movie studio and cable networks, as well as its stake in the broad, European broadcast network or broadcaster Sky. And then through time, um, the acquisition would also bring uh, you know, bring to Marvel. I say to us because I am a cast member of Disney. Uh, would bring the likes of Deadpool, X Men, and Fantastic Four back under Disney Marvel control, which would allow them to make crossovers into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. So, which is what we all want. So, should a deal go according to plan, uh, the argument's over. Everything's back happy as can be. But there's a new hitch. It's called Comcast. Mm. Comcast is set to outbid. They're looking at trying to get the money for a sixty billion dollar offer. Um. And they, but it all hinges on what the court ruling is for AT&T Time Warner Mm. with that merger, because that, that one's in courts right now. But I've been hearing, and I, I'm not sure how much truth there is behind it. If Comcast scores Fox, okay, so we lose the the major share of Hulu. We lose the major share, or Disney, Disney loses the major share of Hulu. They lose the major share of Sky. They lose the cable networks. Um, with Comcast, they're NBC, right? They're part of the NBC group? Yep. So they don't get Fox News. They don't get Fox because they have NBC, NBC News. They don't get Fox Sports because there's NBC Sports Network. But they don't get X-Men. They don't get Deadpool. And they don't get Fantastic Four. Mm. Why, you say? Because apparently there's a deal that if the studio was to ever change hands, the Marvel properties resort back to Marvel. Really? So in many ways, it's a win-win for Disney. Huh. I mean, it's a win-lose-win for Disney. If the deal goes through as as it goes, yes. If, if it falls through and Fox does go with Comcast, Disney still gets, they lose out on the, on the various properties. So no Aliens, no Avatar, no some other big franchises. But they still get a billion dollars as part of the guarantee, no matter what, from the deal for them bowing out. Hmm. So they get a billion dollars from Fox as a penalty. And we get the, the Marvel properties back. Interesting. That's what I'm hearing. How much truth is behind it? I don't know. Right. But it seems like, yeah, that could be a potential deal. So I'm wondering, one, does Comcast know this? That's an interesting question. So I'm trying to double check this. Man, this this uh, this whole thing just keeps getting crazier and crazier. So, according to MovieWeb, uh, I think they talked about it. Um, so, if Fox ditches the Disney offer in favor of Richard Dill from Comcast, they're going to have to go back to square one. And that's going to set the whole process back a year or more. Uh, cool. If Comcast does manage to muscle their way in, this could be huge because Disney is planning on using Fox's assets to, to get into the streaming game. They are launching their own streaming service, which we know. Um, mm. Not only that, but Fox controls the ling- you know, the rights to X-Men Fanta- and Fantastic Four properties. Uh, Disney would be able to include those characters in the MCU once the Fox deal is approved by regulators, which is a big deal. That would be off the table if Comcast somehow wins out instead, which I think has been... Okay, this story has been... I want to say this has been changed, because they're saying... uh, Okay, so here's a story from the 22nd. Trying to figure out... (sighs) I hate when... Pop-ups. You're not, you have an ad blocker on. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but, okay. So a lot of people are going. Okay, so now stuff's coming out saying no Comcast would get control. But I don't think so. 
It's all so confusing. It is. Uh, maybe it was in the other story I put up for Mighty Marvel Geeks. It, okay, let me see. All right. No, that's the story we got here. Um, now they're still saying that it comes back to uh, it. It won't come back. But, but I've been seeing. I know I've been seeing stuff out there saying it would come back. I'm so confused. I really am. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Let's check Google instead of Yahoo. It seems to be more reliable. Okay. So, uh, MCU fan, well, that's a YouTube thing. If Comcast ends up, would Marvel still be able to use? Uh, Okay, back to the question. If Comcast ends up buying Fox, would they be willing to allow Marvel the use of X-Men and Fantastic Four? Uh, still doesn't help. <laughs> I'm, yeah, the, none of this is helping. I'm painless. <laughs> I guess we're just going to have to stay tuned and find out what happens. Oh, here, here's CBR. Um, okay. They don't have an update unless it's at the bottom. Um, under the deal right now, Disney would acquire FX Networks, National Geographic, and the Fox Film and Television Production Studios. Um, with Comcast, I'm scanning through this. Now, it they're going with this paragraph. It's easy to see why Comcast would want 21st Century Fox assets. Because uh, Comcast... Adding franchises like the X-Men, Deadpool, Fantastic Four, Planet of the Apes, Alien, and Avatar to this folio would be a no-brainer, uh, especially after Dark Universe was pretty much <laughs> DOA after the money. Um, see, they're saying Disney can make a side deal for X-Men, Deadpool, and Fantastic Four. Hmm. But Comcast could even be convinced to throw in the distribution rights that have stood in the way of Marvel making a solo film for the Hulk. But none of this is. Uh, oh, none of this I didn't is, even think of that. None of this is helping with the other. Yeah. Oh, well. Stay tuned to Mighty Marvel Geeks this week. <laughs> See if we have the answers over there. Because <laughs> at this point in time, it's been long enough. <laughs> We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. So, <clears throat> let's move on to something a little lighter, shall we? Uh, <laughs> and that would be the and, <laughs> and that will be the upcoming movie uh, Spawn, based on the Image comic book by Todd McFarlane, which will not be a light movie, but instead will be a very dark, almost horror type movie. And uh, I've been very interested in. And the latest news, it was a rumor, but I guess it's now official. Uh, so they've hired, they've cast Jamie Foxx to play the titular role of uh, Spawn. Uh, Al Simmons is his human character. Uh so it's been confirmed. Fox has accepted the deal. He's going to star as Spawn. Uh, so according to Todd McFarlane, uh, he told Deadline, if you want to see something creepy and powerful where you go, just what the hell was that? Oh, I'm sorry. If you want to see something creepy and powerful where you go, just what the hell is that? I'm not going to explain how Spawn does what he does. He's just going to do it. <laughs> We'll eventually do some of the background if we make a trilogy, but that's not the, this first movie. The first movie is just saying, do you believe? And if you believe, then that's good because I'm hoping to take you for a long ride with the franchise. Okay. Uh, and he, he also explained that Spawn himself is going to be more of a silent movie monster than a superhero, which is interesting. Uh, and to that, he said the scariest movies from Jaws to John Carpenter's The Thing or The Grudge or The Ring, the boogeyman doesn't talk. It confuses people because of the comic book industry and because they all default into their Captain America mindset. And I keep saying, no, get into John Carpenter's mindset or Hitchcock. This is not a man in a rubber suit. 
It's not a hero that's going to come and save the damsel. It's none of that. At the end of the movie, I'm hoping that the audience will say either, is this a ghost that turns into a man, or is it a man that turns into a ghost? I've got a trilogy in mind here, and I'm not inclined in this first movie to do an origin story. That's good. I'm mentally exhausted from origin stories. I agree with him on that part. So... Well, that's interesting. Uh, Deadline refers to Spawn's human alter ego as Al Newman instead of Al Simmons, which is in the comic book. Uh, And it is coming out. It is scheduled for 2019. Yeah, that one surprised me, too. Yeah. So I can definitely see Spawn going in the direction he's talking about. Uh, and I kind of like the idea of doing Spawn more as a horror type story with him being kind of like a monster in the dark thing. However, I'm not personally, I'm not a huge fan of Jamie Foxx and he is not, he is definitely low on my list of people I would have wanted to see play Al Newman (laughs) or Simmons, Al Simmons. I'm going to call him Al Simmons. Just like it's like the Star yeah. Wars New New Hope thing. Well, the, <laughs> He's always been Al Simmons to me. Well, the thing is on IMDb, it's listed as uh, Al Simmons. Huh. Well, maybe that was maybe they just made a mistake. Who knows? Maybe. Oh, it says that uh, apparently Jamie Foxx was their first choice. And again, not my first choice. That would have been very low on my ch- list of choices. <laughs> like everybody else said no. All right. Try Jamie Foxx. <laughs> I'm just not not a fan, not a huge fan of of Jamie Foxx. Question is, what would be the best uh, best option for him, or best option for the character, if not Jamie Foxx, oh. since he's been cast? Uh, I could. Well, uh, I don't know. I'm thinking like everybody. I'm thinking of is already like Chadwick Boseman, but he's already at a Black Panther, so yeah, I can't see that happening. Um. Um, also, uh, I forget his name, but the guy who was in, who was in Get Out, who was also in the Black Panther, uh, he could be interesting. Uh, I could see, uh, rapper slash actor Common doing it. Uh, I like, I think he's a pretty decent actor. I could see him doing a good job at it. What about Neo? Mm, possibly, possibly. Let's just take a look at the, the cast of characters from, uh, Red Tails. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know Jamie Foxx has done a, a a variety of different types of movies, but I every time I see him, all I can he, he's always this, the guy that was in in um in Living Color or uh, you know stuff like that, like comedy stuff. He's always too much of a comic comedian for me. But yeah. I, I I guess I should try to see past that. But I don't know. He's just not not what I would envision. I mean, t- take a look at, um, like, Ray. I mean, he did great in Ray. See, I never saw Ray, so I can't really comment on that. But I've heard he, he does. He did good in Ray. Oh, that's my dyslexia kicking in. I am BD. It does not work. <laughs> uh, Red Tails. Uh. Was that 2012? That was 2012. Mm. Um, all right, cast. Terrence Howard? Mm. He's not doing anything more anymore. He or was. Yeah. Uh, Neo was listed on here. Uh, Nate Parker? Nate Parker. Not sure. David Oyelowo? He played... Uh, in Red Tails, he was the one that was dating, who started dating um, Kinsey from NCIS Los Angeles. The wife. He's, uh, that, that's, that's uh, who was in Get Out, right? Uh, maybe. He was in Selma. He's the voice of Callus in uh, Rebels. Really? Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Yep. Huh. Uh, he was in Interstellar. Um, Jack Reacher. Rise to the Planet of the Apes. Hmm. Um, I'm not seeing Get Out listed. No, no. I was thinking of, uh, what's his name? I know. You, you want to say that word, but remember we're... I know. <laughs> we're, we're the opposite of Keepers of the Fringe. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I get it all out on that. <laughs> uh, see, Nate Parker. 
What has he done? Well, the big thing he's done is Red Tails. Oh, I'm, uh, the guy from Get Out is Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya. Who is not in this. Right. Method Man. Ooh. Ooh, that's an interesting one. I, I could I could see that. Um, Andre Royo might be a good option. Leslie o- Odom Jr. Hmm. And Tristan Mac Wilds. Uh, he's too young. Was he Raygun? Wait, wait, who did he play? In Red Tails, who did you play, dude? Junior, which I think he ended up becoming Raygun. Hmm. So, yeah, I think we got some other options if, for some reason, Jamie Foxx doesn't work out. But I'm trying to see anyone else cast for Spawn. Um, Cast. See full cast. <laughs> Jamie Foxx. <laughs> <laughs> as Al Simmons slash Spawn. That's it. Uh, well, all right then. <laughs> so I take it we move on to the next story? I guess so. Well, how about this one? Jake Gyllenhaal to play Mysterio in the Spider-Man Homecoming sequel. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I am I I'm very in, intrigued on uh, them doing Mysterio as the next villain. I'm very interested to see how they do it. If they're gonna go like you know, bring out the fishbowl and yeah. Now who who would you expect to see Venom? Oh wait, Venom's not yeah. part of the MCU. And oh yeah. wait, the Venom trailer. You have no clue that the the, the symbiote. <laughs> Or however she pronounces it, Mm. um, has nothing to do with, I mean, they literally rub out all connections of Spider-Man, apparently, Mm. from this movie, from what it looks like in the trailer. So it's like, oh, here's a guy who just happens to have a black suit that looks oh vaguely familiar to (laughs) Spider-Man. But I've noticed with with the suit, there is no, the only thing close to it is just the eyes. Everything else, I mean, the rest of the suit's black, from what I could tell. Yeah, like, yeah, like, there's no... Um, the white spider symbol is not there, which why would it be? But that's kind of well, it carried over from when the, the symbiote um, was part of the whole uh, was was what it took from Spider-Man. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, so if there's no connection, no direct connection to Spider-Man, why have the then, spider? Yeah, right. They're gonna take off the spider. Yeah. So to continue on. Um, Gyllenhaal is slated to be, he's reportedly in talks to portray Mysterio. Um, he's had a, a long flirtation with the comic book character, having costume tested up to replace an injured Tobey Maguire for Spider-Man 2. Uh, he screen tested for Batman Begins and was circling around as the role of Rick Flagg in Suicide Squad. Uh, hmm. There were also rumors of Gyllenhaal replacing Affleck in the DCEU for Batman. Um, hmm. So the character Mysterio has had several iterations over the years, uh, first being Quentin Beck, uh, in which he was a special effects wizard who used his skills to become the, a super vil, super villain with the Tinkerer, uh, hmm. who was played by Michael Shermus, uh, Shurness in Homecoming, uh, having created his signature bubble suit. Uh, he's been a predominant member of the Sinister Six and has ex- existed in v- different versions, notably Daniel Burkhart and Francis Klum, and an African-American version known as Mysterion. Uh, Feige has previously confirmed that the sequel will take Peter out of New York for a European adventure in London and will reflect and will reflect the global aftermath of Avengers Affinity War and Avengers 4. So um, interesting. We've talked about this on Mighty Marvel Geeks. Um, the sequel is scheduled for July 5th, 2019. Right. Did, did we talk about that here, too? What do you do about marketing? <laughs> I think we did. Because you can't do you can't do much until uh, right, yeah. Until we see how I mean, Sony's not going to be able to do much until they see how uh, what you call it? Um, Avengers four. Yeah. Right, because you don't want to spoil anything in the ads for Spider Man. <laughs> but he's dead. Well, no, he's got another movie coming out. 
So yeah. Now, as I said, I'm really interested in them doing Mysterio. I kind of like the idea, but I'm kind of indifferent towards Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, I'm not against it, but I'm not like super excited about it either. Right. I'm just like, eh, whatever. But eh, we'll give him a shot. See how he does. Could be fun. Okay. Yeah. It very well could be. So, uh, so let's move on. <laughs> okay. Which story were we doing next? <laughs> I, I lost know. track. I don't know. Did, did I screw up my timeline? Because I have as my next story Disney, which would be me again. Oh, yeah. Uh, is that what you have next? It's Disney? Um, or did I double? Which Dis- uh, The Easter egg. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For so, some reason, I was thinking. Yeah, okay. So that would be me again. Yeah, you- that's right. Okay, well, oops. <laughs> That that's why I'm confused. <laughs> that's why I'm confused too. <laughs> Remember, it's Avengers three point five, Comcast versus Disney. Um, well, you know what? Let me take a quick pause. I'm going to do this again. We have um, a few episodes of this uh, Weeby Geeks being sponsored by studio not it's it's not the same as our sponsorship with cad and tascam uh that's a little different uh they make bluetooth headphones is their big thing or bluetooth ear earbuds uh check out their website studio.com s-u-d-i-o.com and with the code we be geeks all one word you get 15 percent off your entire purchase um i've been using the trays t-r-e and they're great they sound wonderful absolutely love them for bluetooth i i mean i have a, a bluetooth that i use for driving because it's a single ear it's a plantronics but if i'm watching something at work on my ipad or on my phone i use i use my studios and they're amazing they're wonderful i can actually turn the volume down half because it's so freaking loud i mean the drivers are incredible on these so again at checkout where it asks for promo code use we be geeks to get 15 percent off your entire purchase and that's at studio s-u-d-i-o.com so um we will move on. Speaking of cell phones, Disney's legal department killed probably one of the best Easter eggs they could have they could have had. And I think this would have been great to have uh, totally uh, blown away any of the viral marketing DC has ever done in the past. Um, you might have remembered when Stark picks up a burner phone that he had specifically for calling Cap. Um, and of course, the the number for that he co- calls Cap with is just lo- on screen long enough where a lot of people wrote it down, and many tried to call the number. And mm-hmm. in case you're wanting the number to try for yourself. Six seven eight one three six seven zero nine two. Notice it's not your typical five 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 number. Um, unfortunately, if you were one of those who decided to call the number, you found out it doesn't work. But according to the Russo brothers, that was not supposed to be the case. Um, the number uh, the number was not chosen. It just happened to be what the film's producers were given. Or wait, okay, hold on. While things like this are usually Easter eggs in the movie, this one is not. The number wasn't chosen according to Anthony Russo. It was just what the film's producers were given because of Disney's legal department. Uh, According to Joe Russo, they intended to create a fake voicemail from Steve Rogers. Uh, So when people who left the theater and called the number, they would get a voicemail from Steve Rogers. Um, But it was here that the legal department for Avengers Infinity War stopped those plans uh, because basically, according to Anthony Russo, we had it all ready to go, but legal took it away from us. No reason why, but gone that's a shame so yeah so uh, i guess we can move on to the next story okay now that we're back on we're back on track Uh, so we're gonna move from marvel to a little bit of dc well sort of news i don't know if it's if it's actually official yet but high speculation high speculation yes and that is about the uh next batman movie or the batman as they're calling it which is gonna star ben affleck maybe (laughs) i don't know well, at this point in time, it's not Jake Gyllenhaal. That's true, yeah. 
that's true. Um, <laughs> so who knows? But anyway, as uh, whoever plays Batman, it looks like they are kind of circling around a possible villain for the movie. Uh, and uh, according to a tweet by Variety's Just Justin Kroll, uh, here's what he said: "Take this with a grain of salt, as things are constantly changing in the DCEU. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. But I'm hearing, <laughs> but I'm hearing the Penguin is possibly the choice to play the main villain in the Batman. Sources add, even if Reeves decide decides to go another route, the studio could then make him the main villain in be." Birds of Prey. So it uh, looks like they're thinking of doing bringing the penguin back to the screen. Uh, which we know uh, we know that wouldn't be your first choice, of course, Mike. No. I believe you said you would like to see the Riddler yes. again. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, my thing with the Riddler is I don't know which variation because mm. it was not always Ed Nigma. Uh, I mean, you did have, um, oh shoot. He's had a different, hmm. there, the Batman character. Yes. The Riddler. I just wanted to double check this before, uh, cause he also went under the name of Edward Nashton hmm. at one oh, I think, point. Yeah. I think I remember that. Yeah. So, um, so I'd be curious to see which way did they go with it? Nigma has been the most popular, which makes sense. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I would like to see, uh, I, I would love to have seen, um, good old Ed make it to, uh, to the big screen again. Well, uh, they could save the penguin, um, for birds of prey, which would be interesting if they do him as like a big crime boss. Uh, that movie is direct, being directed by Kathy Ann, and uh, it's supposed to bring back uh, Harley Quinn, played by Margot Robbie, and also introduce Batgirl. So it would be Batgirl yeah. against the Penguin. That could be interesting. Yeah, but you know, I wouldn't mind seeing a uh, Penguin-Riddler matchup either in in this. Oh, yeah, yeah, that would because, be interesting. Because that, that, was, that was more popular, a lot of times a more popular uh, matchup than than Penguin Joker. Right, yeah. Now, of course, the big question is, who would we like to play to see, who would we like to see play uh, Penguin and or Riddler? Nowadays, Riddler. Uh, doubt it would ever happen for big screen, but I would love to have seen, I would love to see Jim Parsons, Sheldon. Ooh, now that's interesting. That's very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I would, I would love to see a Parsons Riddler. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Um... um I mean, if I had to go, I don't see him making the jump from Marvel to DC, but uh, I hate to say Cumberbatch would be a great Riddler, too. But mm, True. Uh, to me, that, vi that that violates the rules. He's already a, a Marvel character. He doesn't need to be a DC yeah. character. Um, God, Riddler. He's a, he's a pretty big Marvel character, too. So Riddler, who who would I go with, with for Riddler from on-screen stars? Oh. Uh, Hmm. I I don't know. For the sake of Kylan from Geek Watch One and Marvel, not Channing Tatum. <laughs> um, <laughs> see, I keep going back to Jim Parsons. Yeah, I kind of like that idea. Give give him a big screen. Yeah. Um, for Penguin. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that one's tough. Now this this article um, on uh, comicbook.com mentions Josh Gad, but no, yeah, no. Does it have to be someone heavy set? Not necessarily. No. Uh, someone someone shorter in stature, maybe. The guy who plays him in Gotham isn't heavy set. No, but see, to me, I think he's almost too tall as well. Mm. If you want someone short in stature, Seth Green. <laughs> That would be interesting. But actually, I think now I want to see Seth Green as Mad Hatter. Oh, yeah. Since Robin Williams is gone, I think the closest for that for me would be Seth Green as Mad Hatter. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Seth could pull it off beautifully. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, Yeah, see, to me, Gad's the wrong choice for... Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not seeing that. Um, what about, uh, what's his name from Superbad? Mm, which one? <sighs> oh, now I gotta go back to IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, to the IMDb. 
So, I guess according to IMDb, Cheetah is in the next Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jonah Hill. Uh, Oh, oh. Oh, I can see. Yeah, that one I can see. That could be interesting. That could be very interesting. Huh. Yeah. Even though he, even though he has lost quite a bit of weight, he'll still be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be interesting. To me, I think he'd be perfect. I mean, that could be. Well, I won't say that's perfect. Because um, see, he was in um, Moneyball as a somewhat yeah. serious role. Um, I have not seen Django Unchained, so I don't know if that was a serious role. Uh yeah, I don't remember. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, I think. Uh, he did. He he did the voice of Green Lantern in a uh, Lego <laughs> Batman short called well, he, Bat, Batman is just not that into you. <laughs> he was also Green Lantern for the Lego Batman movie. I know, but I just love that title. Batman is just not, not into, into you. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he was also Green Lantern in the Lego movie as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I know I sidetracked us, but... I could, yeah, I could definitely see that. I could see him playing the Penguin. That would be kind of cool. So, yeah, the top three things on uh, IMDb. What's next for ABC? Oh, if you haven't read social media, go read it. Get everything you want there about what's happening. Because um, we're not yeah, going to talk about we're it. We're not new. Uh, American Animals trailer commentary. And then Meet Cheetah, new Wonder Woman 2 villain. Hmm. So I'll be curious to see how far they go with that. Does it say who's playing her? No. Hmm. I could open it up, see what it says. It's a, well, it's a video. Uh, of course it is. Um, ah, Meet Cheetah. Um, Kristen Wiig is playing Cheetah. Oh, yeah. I think I've read, I've, uh, and they, read that before. And they're saying she's a bloodthirsty demigod. Huh. Interesting. Yep. 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 And, uh, oh, coming up next month, Low Season 2. Oh, yeah. That's right. That I've was, been waiting for that. I've uh, been waiting for it as well. And I, I know, uh, I know Toys That Made Us Season 2 is out. I just have not had a chance to sit down and watch it yet. I have watched the Transformers episode and the Star Trek episode both were very good yeah the the transformers episode was kind of cool because they talked to they interviewed some of the guys uh the japanese guys from takara and stuff right and they they their their attitude towards these toys is really just it's just really cool like they like to them it's more than just business like they have like an affinity for that you know knowing that they're that they're affecting children's lives and it's just kind of right. cool right but uh yeah but both both are good episodes uh and then i gotta watch the lego one and the hello kitty one <laughs> but the the star trek one was also interesting because that was just a mess of a toy franchise with so many hands in it <laughs> Yeah, but since you say it, it can't be any worse than, uh, whatchamacallit, um, Master of the Universe, could it? It is. It, it's, well, it's as bad, but on a different level because it was just, it was just the, the property was not handled well. Yeah. But, so uh, it wasn't for the lack of people hating each other. It, it, no, yeah. But, uh, speaking of Star Trek. Yeah, uh, rumor has it uh, Universal Studios is considering a, especially the Orlando Resort, a Star Trek section to their park to counteract Disney's A Galaxy's Edge, a.k.a. Batu, a.k.a. Black Spire Outpost. <laughs> we'll get into that on, <laughs> on Wookiee Radio. But um, rumor has it that they're considering a full-on Star Trek park at, at Universal Studios. Um, according to the sites, or according to an anonymous source, see, this is Universal, so I could talk about it all day. <laughs> um, Terminator 2 3D, which is gone at Universal, is looking to house either a Star Trek oh. or Born Identity attraction. And then the rumor huh. has been floating around the internet for some time that the new chatter suggests Universal is developing an entire Star Trek land that will compete with Star Wars land or Galaxy's Edge. 
Um, the new rumor ties into recent reports regarding a yet announced Universal Studios park. Uh, fl- the Florida resort is said to have bought a large amount of land a few years back, giving it the opportunity to create a fourth park. Fourth? They've only got two. What would be the unless fourth? you oh, unless you the count ten- like the the City Walk or no? It doesn't count because it didn't count with us with uh, Pleasure Island, which is now Disney Springs downtown Disney mm. stuff. Um, with the Disney parks ready to open up Star Wars The Galaxy's Edge next year, which we're looking at fall of 2019, according to Disney, uh, Universal Studios will need something to keep attention on it, and Star Trek could do the trick. I don't know about Well, for me, it would be cool as well, because like we've talked about many times on Wookiee Radio, I had Star Trek before I had Star Wars. Me too. And yeah. I would definitely love to see a Star Trek land. That yeah. would be cool. Yeah. With them mentioning a fourth park, unless they're talking about the Nintendo park that Universal's got the rights for as well. Oh, maybe. But they're also saying, too, that um, it's going to be a new a Super Nintendo Land opening up over in the old children's area. And there's talk of a Fantastic Beasts expansion to the Harry Potter side of things uh, as well. Yeah. I, I, for some reason, I don't see the Potter thing happening. Not with the decline in attendance that they had th- within this last year. Oh, really? Yeah, they were down about 7%. Hmm. I mean, still made profit, but they were down 7% attendance-wise. Hmm. And that's with Harry Potter being their biggest draw. Because hmm. God knows right now the Fast and Furious ride is horrible. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. The only thing somewhat decent at Islands of Adventure outside of the Marvel stuff. Well, Marvel, the biggest thing there, Hulk rides, or the the Hulk coaster is great, and they just redid it. Spider-Man's okay. Other than that, the there's like a Graviton-type ride that's themed around Storm. And they have a Doctor Doom, which is a reverse. Instead of taking you up to the top and dropping you, it launches you to the top, and then you slowly work your way down. Like, yeah, uh, no, yeah no. no, that's horrible as well. <laughs> um, Jurassic Park there is kind of cool. I liked it. That was, I loved it. That was fun, I remember. Yeah. Um, the, the log flume's okay. Too much time on the before you get into the building. But the building was amazing. Mm. And the drop's like, oh, this is just a small drop. Oh, uh, hell no. <laughs> um, but supposedly the Kong ride is supposed to be pretty decent. That's hmm. over there now, based on Skull Island. So, hmm. but we shall move on to the next story. Ah, and the next story is a fun little story. Uh, so Marvel Comics has a had a, has a mini series uh, based on the character Lockjaw from. Um, the Inhumans. He is the giant dog that teleports. For those who aren't who aren't don't remember, and that was uh, that was a cool thing about the series too. Was seeing Lockjaw like that. Yeah. Like, that was cool. <laughs> Uh, so the the miniseries was by Daniel Kibble Smith and Carlos Villa. <laughs> Kibble Smith and he about a dog. That anyway, <laughs> I'm sure I'm not the I'm not the first person to have noticed that. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> so they they released the final issue of the miniseries this week, and uh, it it had a fun little cameo in it. So uh, the series has been revealing the true origin of Lockjaw, who was born into a litter of five dogs, and Lockjaw hid his four siblings away in alternate dimensions in order to keep them safe from danger. Seems a little excessive, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so the series follows Lockjaw as he's reunited with three of his lost siblings so far, and the final one happens to be in the custody of Annihilus, Lord of the Negative Zone. And Annihilus is a pretty uh, fun, always a fun villain. <laughs> uh, and with the help of his scientist sister, Dockjaw. <laughs> The hero D-Man, oh, the sleepwalker, oh, wow, they really went deep for those. Yes, they did. (laughs) And his dog, the dog walker, Uh, Lockjaw is able to remember the way back to the negative zone where he and D-Man are able to mount a rescue. Uh, So, of course, Lockjaw and Annihilus battle, and the fight spills into several different realms. Uh, First, they end up in Odin's throne room in Asgard. 
then they end up in the world between worlds where they're where they're spotted by the Fantastic Four's kids, Franklin and Valeria Richards. Ooh. And then ah, and then they pass through the ultimate universe and Duck World. Uh, I wonder who, who could be who uh who we'd know from Duck World. <laughs> One of my favorites. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, and then they end up in a universe whose name is redacted. Uh, and in in this panel, uh, you'll notice two flying figures wearing red boots. One is a man with a red cape, and the other is a woman wearing red and blue with gold trim and a lasso by her side. Sounding familiar? Uh, they they remind the interlopers that this is private property before Lockjaw and Annihilus make their way to pre- prehistoric times in 616. So clearly, uh, the characters are meant to be super- Superman and Wonder Woman from DC Comics. Uh, of course, their faces and insignias are hidden, so as to avoid any legal trouble. But uh, it's a fun little thing. Uh, kind of a neat little, uh, a neat little, not quite crossover. Yeah. A little, a little fun nod to 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 the distinguished competition, as it were. So I think that that's kind of a fun idea. I like that they did that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Now, next question. How much longer does Walking Dead have? Oh, not much longer, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, that that's one of the big things. Well, according to some people, they've been <laughs> too long. Circling the to- they've been circling the toilet bowl for a while now, but <laughs> I stopped after season seven. After like four or five episodes I, into seven, I'm still watching it. I'm still enjoying it. I just haven't had the time, and I'm like, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> apparently, Abraham or Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> Andrew Lincoln. <laughs> oh, so they're, they're bringing back Abraham Lincoln for the show? Wow! <laughs> so he's going to be a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> went from went from vampire killer to zombie leader. Um, it is being reported that Lincoln will be exiting the series some point during the ninth season. And comicbook.com is confirming this in several independent sources. Uh, and of course, according to comicbook.com, they can exclusively report that AMC is expected to announce officially Lincoln's exit ahead of his final episodes. So, furthermore, other cast members are in their final contracted years. Uh, among them is Danny Guerra, who has played Michonne, who was also on Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, Lauren Cohen. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Those are the only two. Uh, what do they say? For <laughs> several other, and yet they list two. Mm. Uh, and Lauren Cohen is uh, reportedly leaving the show due to a salary dispute. Well, wasn't she also cast for a ABC or CBS show as well? Yes. Probably because of said dispute. Uh, um, yep. So, um, so yeah. Um, now, even though Lincoln has expressed his excitement over the new showrunner, um, he said he's also ready to see an endpoint for his character. Hmm. So... What does that mean? Now, well, uh, there's a couple of things. For one, the new showrunner is allegedly going to be taking the show in a different kind of direction, uh, which which uh, could refresh the show. And uh, the show might not die just yet because apparently Norman Reedus is in nego- negotiations for a $20 million plus deal. To continue to continue on as Daryl in The Walking Dead and assume the lead role following Andrew Andrew Lincoln's uh, possible exit, so we could be losing Rick Grimes and Daryl could be taking over, which, which is, is also interesting because Daryl is not a character in the comic book. Yeah, it has only appeared on a cover. Right. Now, here, here's my question. Does he really need the $20 million increase, considering he pulls in almost a million from the convention scene? Well, it couldn't hurt. <laughs> True. <laughs> but if this, if this all happens, then they could definitely uh, be going in an entirely different direction and completely veering away from the comics in this case. 
Which they hadn't been doing anyway. Uh, yeah, they don't stick directly to the comics, but there is a, still the influence of the comics yeah. in the show. I mean, you know, like that's where we get Negan from and a lot of other things. So I don't know. We'll see. This is uh, this is some interesting news. Tis, tis is. It really is. Mm. So, well, as, hopefully the show hasn't been that painful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I don't know, I'm still I'm still enjoying it. It's not um you know sometimes there's some iffy episodes but overall I'm enjoying it. And I just realized crap we were supposed to have a guest tonight. <laughs> Oh, whoops. Yeah. Crazy uh, weekend. Okay. So it's going to be me trying to. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I just yeah saw something pop up. I'm like, oops. <laughs> but I, I know there's been craziness on that person's side as well. So I think we might be okay. But um, this show hopefully hasn't been that painful tonight <laughs> or as you're listening. Um. I would say I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Sounds good. Any final thoughts? I do have one final thought. Uh, and there was an interesting, this is an interesting little tidbit that popped up. And um, it's uh, about the founder of Diamond Distribution, um, Stephen A. Geppi? Geppi? Uh, he has... I think it's I think it's Geppy. It might be Geppy, yeah. Uh, he has made a multi-million dollar donation of more than 3,000 items from his personal comic book and pop culture collection to the Library of Comics. Uh, in a, the, the gift, the donation includes comic books, photos, posters, original comic book and comic strip art, newspapers, pinback buttons, and other rare vintage pop culture culture artifacts including the original plain crazy storyboards that document the creation of Walt Disney's Mickey Mouse. Ooh. Uh, their items are expected to go on display at the Library of Congress beginning this summer and uh, for, which for more than a decade it's been on display at Geppi's Entertainment Museum in Baltimore uh, and includes big little books, Beatles memorabilia, a collection of flicker rings Popularizing comic book characters and political figures. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, oh, and a number two brownie cam- camera model F from Eastman Kodak Company. Uh, so the uh, museum's going to close its doors in June. No. Uh, yeah, and the last day open to the public will be Sunday, June 3rd from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And the admission will be free of charge. So uh, after that, everything's going to be in the Library of Comics. I mean, uh, the Library of Congress. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> there sh- Whoops. There should, be. <laughs> there should be a Library of Comics. Um, yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. So, uh, yeah. Um, Neumann bothering you? Yeah. Huh? One of the cats calling? No. Uh, actually, even worse, um, my um, my Alexa Alexa dot thing just went off. <laughs> she started. She started. To, I don't. I didn't hear what she was saying, but she started talking about something. So something I said uh, <laughs> got her going. I don't know. Maybe it was the Library of Congress. I don't know. There, there's a Disney podcast uh, that I've caught a couple times. Um, and they'll end their show on with Facebook going, um, remember, you you can listen to us on, tune in on Alexa. All you got to do is say, Alexa, and then name, <laughs> play in the name of the show. And they say they get a lot of people <laughs> stating that Alexa goes off when, they, <laughs> when that happens. Yeah, I've heard other stories like that, too. <laughs> So that's that's funny. So um, I don't have anything else. Uh, nope, me either. That's all I got. So, well, until next time, it's only one thing to be asked. Want to know more? <laughs> So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club?
This has been a Weeby Geeks production.